Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello everyone, welcome back to Cody's Car Conundrum. I am Cody Wagner. Now, yesterday, I went to Lincoln Tech to another car show. Yep, I went to a car show in about, well, I went to two car shows in about a matter of a week or two. So, yeah, and I got another car show coming up and another car-related thing coming up fairly soon. So, let's just say I got a pretty busy month this month. Lincoln Tech had so many cars it was crazy. They had Fox Body Mustangs and Mustangs in general. They had a lot of hot rods and a lot of classic cars, like a 50 Bel Air. They had two Vipers there, which is actually one more than last year. A red and a black one. Now, the black the black and red ones were beautiful. Well, I say ones, like there was more than two. There was only two, but they looked beautiful nonetheless. There was a Pontiac GTO, a 70s Challenger with a blower on it. That's right, it... This thing was supercharged. Let's just say it got supercharged the mess out of it. It was huge. It was kind of Fast and Furious style, to be honest. It was pretty funny, but it had a nice orange on it. Then there was actually quite a few SRT4s. I mean, Caliber, Neon, all that. There was one that was stanced that sounded sweet. It was so, it was so grumbly. And for a four-cylinder, that's incredible. It was awesome. Lots of hot rods, lots of muscle cars, and a Lamborghini Gallardo or Gallardo, however you want to pronounce it, and a Ferrari 360. And it wasn't a Spider, but it was awesome. A lot of these cars actually had good colors, like the top rod I'm looking at. It, it had purple with white flames on the front, a green GTO. They were all nice. I have to say, there was a lot of Mopars this time. A lot of Mopars. Tons of Challengers, tons of Chargers. We had a Plum Crazy Scat Pack uh, 2014 Challenger. It was nice. Then... We had a, I can't remember what it was called, but it was a special edition Challenger because it had black rims, black upper grille, black fascia, all that sort of thing. It was nice. It was in red. They had quite a few Mustangs. They had, someone had a GT350 Fastback Mustang, and I have to say, it was awesome. The first time, it was easy with the first time I saw a GT350. It was nice. And now, I'm not a Corvette person. And I'm not a C3 person. My favorite is the C2. But this, there was a few nice C3s there. They look good. Then there was this utterly gorgeous Plymouth Valiant, which I believe was a 64. It was really nice. It was convertible. It was clean. It was white. Perfect. It had a slant 6, and it had dual exhausts on it. And where the air intake was, it came out of the hood. It was awesome. The headers were clean. They looked like stainless steel. The interior was nice. Very well appointed. It was, again... Very nice. The guy put on the back of his Valiant, and I, I believe it said the Leaning Tower of Power. <laughs> Love that sticker. Then, we had a really interesting... Yeah, it was a 50s Bel Air. It was actually pretty lifted, but the reason why it was lifted is because it had massive drag tires. They may not have been drag radials, but they were. it was definitely a drag spec vehicle. Then we had a very clean 74 Charger with louver-like windows. Beautiful. Utterly beautiful car. And after a bit of comedy, we had a, like, sun-faded yellow gremlin. And you may think, oh, gremlin, totally awful. Actually, no, it was clean, it looked nice, and I have to say, people don't like the gremlin and the pacer. Well, the pacer was awful in every way, it looked terrible, all that. But the gremlin have drove very well, but I like the looks of the gremlin. I think it's like a, 
muscle car hatchback sort of thing. It looks good. I like it. Yeah, the Charger, though, was perfect. Yeah, very, very, very light blue that really set it off. Very good interior as well. We had a Jeep Jeepster Commander, and it, it was gray. It was The color wasn't that rich, but it did suit the Jeep. We had another Challenger. We had a 2015 Scat Pack this time. Not with the Shaker Hood, but still very nice. Then we had an utterly gorgeous Shaker Hood Scat Pack Challenger in true blue pearl. It was that or whatever the equivalent of that is for the Challenger. It was perfect. Utterly perfect. Then we had a... I can't remember. It could have been a Dodge Polaro. Whatever it was, though. Big blower. Black. It looked mean. Honestly. Just awesome. We had a 74 or 75 Dodge Dart there. It it was actually pretty clean. Not much was done to it, but it looked good. I really liked it. We had a few Mustangs there. We had a, we had a 15 Mustang. Now, a lot of these Mustangs were modified, and pretty much all of them looked good. We had a beautiful yellow Firebird from what I believe would, would have been 64, 67. It was very nice. The, and the black rims completely set it off. It was utterly perfect. We had a purple GTO. Not like the 70s one. The 60s one that's like a Coronet equivalent. I'm telling you, it looked good. It looks very good. Then, we had a luscious 240Z from Dotson. It had sort of... It wasn't a five-spoke rim. It was way more spokes than that. Not like a bike rim. Not like a, a lowrider rim. But it was perfect. The rims were... The inside of the rims were black and the dish was chrome. It was perfect. It was a very, very greenish blue. Almost like a... Do you remember those green vipers that they used to make in 94? That very sort of... Almost like timber green, I would call it. Well, this Dotson didn't, it had a much lighter version of that, and it looked awesome. It was very clean, very nice indeed. They had quite a few 60s GTOs, I have to say. It was amazing. They had three Buick Regal GNXs there. Three! And they all looked good. They looked clean, and they were very, very nice. Then we had, let me just describe what it looked like for you. It was. Well, the body, not the front end, the body was like those 64 darts or 65 darts, okay? Actually, a 66 dart was there, can I say? I think it said Super Polara or something like that. The front end, I'm not the biggest fan of, but the rest of it looked nice. We had a very, very orange Firebird convertible. Looked very good. We had we had a few Javelins there, I have to say, and a few Javelin AMXs and AMX. Quite a few uh, interesting vehicles. Very, very interesting vehicles. So, Javelin AMX, or well, not Javelin AMX, just a Javelin. It was orange, it had a vinyl roof on it, and it was beautiful. Again, it was also orange. It looked very, very nice, though. We had a few rat rods, I have to say. We had quite a few very interesting rat rods. And I don't mean interesting in the sense, oh, well, it was ugly. I mean interesting, like roadkill spec, and they were nice. Utterly awesome. Then we had a 2013 Dodge Charger SRT8 with green halo lights, and an interesting paint job. And it wasn't interesting in a bad way, but he went for a sort of like livery idea. And it looked good because the car was gray and there was green and white in the paint job, or the livery, I should say. And that really set it off. And we actually had more SRT4s than we did last year. And all of them, they were nice. And they, and they were mean, honestly. They were really rather incredible. Then we had a big, what I assume was a 1940 or 1930s fire truck. It, it was massive. I mean, when you compare... That fire truck to today's fire trucks, it's not that big, but it was amazing because if you would think back to the 1940s, that thing was massive. I mean, it looked big even compared to today's fire trucks. There was just a lot of bodywork, a lot of rims that really 
made it look huge. And there was actually a yellow SRT4 that had one at Bandemir. I love SRT4s, if you couldn't tell. We had quite a few 40s cars. We had we had a very interesting purple car, and I'd have to get to it. We had a few Hondas. I got a picture of one of them. Then we had a 1970 Dodge Carbonette Super B. It was nice. It was in orange, again, with a carbon fiber hood and a vinyl top. If you guys didn't know this about me, I love carbon fiber. It's my favorite material. I mean, unless you can count carbotanium as well. It's my favorite material. I love carbon fiber and carbotanium. Then we had a Russian-looking-like vehicle. I didn't really know what it was, but it was very interesting and definitely a classic. Then we had a AMC Pacer station wagon. Now, you're probably about to say, oh, well, Pacers were already station wagons. No, no, no. I mean, like, proper station wagons. Back. They had enlarged in the back completely. It looked good. It was perfectly beige, is what, is what I said when I first saw it. We had a very interesting, it wasn't exactly a rat rod. It looked like it was based off the idea if a rat rod had a chopped top and had a polished paint job. That's what it looked like. But we had, we definitely had a few rat rods that looked like proper rat rod spec. We had quite a few 50s cars and 50s Cadillacs and whatever. The one I'm looking at now, very, very deep blue, very colorful, many layers. Can I just say, one of the coolest cars I saw, one of the coolest cars, was a Brazilian Chevrolet Tornado. That's right, we had a pickup, or a ute, I should say, because there was tons of pickups. But we had a Brazilian Chevrolet there, and I don't like Chevrolets at all. But we had a Brazilian Chevrolet there, and it was awesome. Because we just don't get utes in America and whatnot. But to see that this wasn't like a holding conversion kit or whatever, it was awesome to see that someone had brought... Something from Brazil, so over here, it was, I loved it. It was tiny, it was awesome. Didn't pack much of a punch, I would guess, but perfect nonetheless. We had a Datsun pickup and quite a few Chevron Novas. Quite a few of them. Now, before I continue on, we're going to take a little break, and I'll see you after the break. And I am back. Now, we had, I believe, two or three Chrysler Crossfires there. One was an SRT6, one wasn't, both were nice. We had one kick car, I can't remember the name of it, but no, it wasn't a Caterhammer, Catron. We had about three or four Shelby Cobras, including one in the parking lot after the event. So, very nice. They were all actually different colors, and they looked to be made for different reasons. In terms of build, which was interesting, we had a Plymouth Roadrunner there. With This guy totally decked out his booth. He had pictures of Wile E. Coyote and the Roadrunner, picture of the car. Incredible. And then next one, we had a C7 Corvette convertible. We had the 707 horsepower Dodge Challenger there, which was nice. It was in the typical red, but it still looked nice nonetheless. We did have a holding Commodore, and I say that in air quotations, because really, it could have been, but it kind of looked like a conversion for the Pontiac version. Then, we had a General Lee spec 1970 Dodge Charger there. That's right, and it looked almost like the real thing. And when I say almost, is that there there may have been a few things that looked slightly off, but it was like... In fact, it was the only 1970 Charger there. The only one. Kind of wish I had savored that moment, to be honest, but... Yeah, we had quite a few SRT4s. We had two Cougars. We had two Cougars, and they were nice. We had a very modified 1972 Challenger with Ram Air Intakes. Dual Ram Air intakes at that looked very beastly. It was there last year. We had more SRT4s. In fact, I got a picture of another rat rod as well. 
Then we had a AAR spec 1970, I think. Plymouth, that in 1971. Plymouth Cuda. And it was nice! It was so nice. It was in blue. It had the proper AAR Cuda stripes on it. Beautiful. Utterly beautiful. We had a Volkswagen Beetle, the older one. It was red with gold on the sides. Like, you know how you see some of those cars with wood trim on the side? Well, it had that, but in gold and without the wood. It was nice. We had another Shelby Cobra. We And we had a Mustang. Not the Fox body. A later one. We had a AMC AMX. Could have also been a Javelin. Got a Viper there, the red one. We have a proper, what looks to be like a touring 19, like a 1940s touring car. And when I say touring car, I mean like Millamilia and, you know, those really long 1,000 mile races across the country. It was, it was awesome to see that there. We had a World War II Willys Jeep. It was, it, I'm telling you, proper World War II spec with the gun on the back. I don't know if it would have worked. We had another Plymouth, I believe a 1974 Roadrunner. We had another Firebird convertible. And we had a Ford Torino there. It was very nice. Red Viper, as always. Well, not all Vipers are red. In fact, with a lot of one program, you can basically make whatever color you want. And no, that's not advertising, I'm just saying. We had this really, I don't know what the car class fit was called, but it had a very low roof, very long hood. It was pink. And it was weird. It was nice, but it was weird. For sure. Then we had a matte green caliber SRT4 that actually looked pretty nice, I have to say. Another Cor- Corvette C7 Stingray convertible. Another Mustang. And another Roadrunner. Except this Roadrunner was a GTX. And it had a very nice, very rich light blue. It was really nice. I liked it. Definitely showed off those body lines. Then we have the Ferrari and the Lambo I was talking about. We had a lot of stanced Volkswagens for you stanced guys out there. We had another Shelby Cobra. This time it was silver. Then (laughs) we had a sort of hot rod pickup. It was pretty funny. Then we had a C1 Corvette, which looks to be a coupe, not a convertible. Then we had a 1967 Chevrolet Camaro convertible for the pace car of the Indianapolis race. I don't know if it was the original, but it was nice. Believe me when I say that, it was nice. Then we had a 1996 or 1997 Ford Thunderbird with 40s front and rear end conversions. Definitely a weird one, that. We had another Plymouth Cuda. This time, it didn't have the AAR stripes on it, but it definitely had front air conards and a spoiler, and it was a very rich orange. And I believe it has the 73 front end on it, personally my favorite. And then we had an orange Challenger sitting right next to it to totally set it off. Then we had another Buick. It was orange. A lot of these cars were orange, I have to say. Nice, though. We had more Mustangs. Another Plymouth Cuda. This time, it had the front rims were red and the back were black. They looked pretty good. And then we had another Plymouth Roadrunner. In fact, I have to say, that Dodge Coronet I talked about uh, in, the, in the first one, only Coronet there. The only one. Then we had the 707 horsepower Dodge Charger there. That was also a very interesting find. We had a Hemi Superstock Dodge Dart. It was in red. Zero to 60. Two seconds. Seconds. Honestly, it was awesome to see that. I loved it. We had some Hondas there. Well, more Hondas. We had a nice rally spec looking Civic and another rally spec looking Civic. Got pictures of those. Very nice. Then we had some funny Priuses there. Very funny Priuses. We had 
a Ford GT, and then we had a Plymouth Superbird that was actually at the Denver Auto Show from earlier. We had more Corvettes. We had a Volkswagen Carmen Ghia. Very nice, very clean, very nice interior. Two Buick Regal GNXs, very nice interiors on those. We had Ford Focus ST. We had a 40 sedan. It was huge. We had an MGB there. That's right, we had an MGB there. It was beautiful, very nice interior. I loved it. It was awesome. We had some more slammed pickups there. We had a 66 Dart. It was actually pretty standard, I have to say. It didn't look like anything had been done to it. Maybe aside from a restoration job. Aside from that, pretty much nothing. Then, we had Super Gramps there. We had a tuned Subaru Legacy there. Hatch, or well not hatchback, station wagon. It was nice. I'm sorry, as soon as I saw that, I was like, eh, Super Gramps. We had another 707 horsepower Challenger. We had a beautiful green hot rod there of 1940 spec. It had a hood ornament, which definitely adds 500 horsepower. It was green. It had the rocker seats, which adds a million five thousand infinite infinity horsepower as well. Very awesome. We had another SRT4, which which wasn't with the SRT4 crew, which was a shame, really. Would have liked to seen the, seen those guys together. We had another AMC. It was red with. Black stripes on it. Very nice. Column was there. And if you're wondering what some of these are, these are just references to car throttle and other things. But we had a E36 M3 there in black. It was nice. We had an initial D-spec Toyota AE86. I kid you not. That was there. And as soon as I saw I was like, are you serious? And, that, and it wasn't there last year. But as soon as I saw I was like, what the mess is, is this doing here? And it was a, it was actually an AE86. Reason being, it was right-hand drive. I kid you not, it was right-hand drive. It was awesome, I have to say. We had two GTRs there. One was stock, one wasn't. Quite a few hot rods and rat rods, as I said. We had a Plymouth Duster of the same year as the Dart I said earlier. And a car in the background. We have a 1968 Dodge Dart as well. This time it wasn't a Hemi Super Stock. In fact, it was stock, which was nice. We had a 1970 purple Dodge Challenger. And then I got a picture of that orange Challenger I stated earlier leaving. Overall, though, very nice, very, very diverse event. It was awesome to see everything there. Hats off to all the people who participated. This was more diverse than last year and just as interesting. In fact, more interesting. There was also a guy with a drone, I guess, taking pictures or a photo, so that was pretty funny. Anyway, we'll take a short little break, and when I get back, we'll be doing the news. And we are back. Now, the IIHS headlight test shows most need improvement. Even though from what I've seen, the test is... It, they need to improve the test. BMW M5 prototype loses it on the ring. But is it all-wheel drive? Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Mercedes-AMG GTR will outrun SLS Black Series target the 911 GT3 RS. The Subaru Impreza WRX STI can't come soon enough. Skoda Octavia RS230 DSG shows off its grunt. Infinity QX30 subcompact crossover starts from 29,490 pounds in the UK, which essentially is like 43, sorry, 53,000 dollars uh, in America. That are 40000 
It's around that. Refresh Fiorino, whichever. Shows a smiley face. I don't know where they're getting that smile. Oh. Never mind. Hyundai launches i10 and i20 Go Special Editions in the UK. The Eagle Premier, or Premier, was the Franco-American car ahead of its time. Toyota, the showcase wooden Setsuna, or Setsana EV concept in Milan. Mercedes to bring classic topless models at Techno Classico. Ford recalls nearly 50,000 vehicles in the U.S. in three campaigns. Over 3,600 horsepower take part in this GTR versus Gallardo drag race. Could the Tesla Model 3 be a double-edged sword? Hmm. The new BMW Z4 spotted playing on a frozen lake. Timmy, you're not supposed to play by the bayou. We all know that there's alligators there. Please come back in the house. No. <laughs> Opal embraces fashion. Launches sewing machines. Keep in mind, this was during, well, close to the day of April Fool's, so no. Get Ames' new Soul Urban spec at UK Buyers. The snowman, Fev, snow cleaner, is Skoda's prank. Round part partners up with Discovery Channel series. Watch a passenger lose it when a Nissan GTR wins an illegal drag race. I saw the video. It's, mm, yeah, not really that good. Ford Mustang GT gained 820 horsepower carbon fiber body kits from Geiger Cars. Jaguar makes the F-Type R SVR roar in Park Avenue Tunnel in New York. BMW Motorrad presents the Swanky GS Survival Tool. 2016 Dodge Viper ACR unleashes one and a half mile attack on the 707 horsepower Challenger. Volkswagen facing class action lawsuit by U.S. dealers over Dieselgate. Oh dear. Mini's April Fool's Day hipster hatch. That's basically their April Fool's prank. Tesla Model 3 leads to virtual 2019 Roadster. Dash cam captures ridiculously close calling Russia. I saw the video. There is no way that they could have basically gotten out of that accident any better than they did. DS is com definitely coming to the US, says report. Lexus introduces groundbreaking VLCRO technology. Kia freshens up the 2017 Mojave SUV. Honda has a laugh with MOJ license plates. Honda's April Fool first or April first gag is a VR system for the Tuscan. Or Tucson, or whatever. Watching a white Nissan van getting hooned was never more satisfying. Now, more news on Ford recalling 50,000 vehicles. The Blue Oval has announced three separate recalls to fix several vehicles, which may be affected by different issues. The largest campaign covers 37,905 units of the 2015 and 2016 low-roof transit. Now, and pay attention to this bit. Produced between March 12, 2014 in March 18, 2016, at Kansas City Assembly Plant. Some of these vehicles may, may have incorrectly positioned side curtain airbags, which may influence their performance and increase the risk of injury in a crash. Ford is not aware of any incidents or injuries related to this condition. A combined issue of the engine block design and block heater, which can cause the part to overheat when plugged in, has led to a second recall. Announced for 5,536 units of the 2015 and 2016 Lincoln MKC that were produced between November 25th, 2013 and January 25th, 2016 at Louisville. And the 2016 Ford Explorer built between October 20th, 2013 and January 28th, 2016. 
The manufacturer is aware of two reports of underhood fires in Canada, but no accidents or injuries have occurred. The last recall campaign covers 4,764 examples of the 2015 to 2016 Ford F6550 and F750 pickups built at whatever assembly plant built between January 28, 2015 and April 23, 2015 in, and in Ohio between January 31st, 2015, and November 30th, 2015. In some of these vehicles, the park and brake connectors clips were improperly manufactured and could break, resulting in unintended movement and increasing the risk of injury and death. The automaker is not aware of any incidents associated with this status. Voxel winds up, winds us up with the world's first kinetic car, the Atom C. Again, this is also a joke. See how details UK range of the new Atika SUV. 2016 Hyundai Sonata gains Apple CarPlay support. 2016 Toyota Prius is a top safety pick plus from the IIHS. And the new Tesla Model 3 has finally been unveiled. And it kind of, it just looks like a smaller Model S. Except for the front. Then it does look like its own car. But yeah, Tesla Model 3. What we know and what we still don't. What we know is that it has a 215 mile range and that it'll be priced from 35000 and that it's a wagon apparently. Now, now, whether it's a wagon or not, I guess is debatable at best, but it looks like a wagon to me. Help your baby take its first steps with BMW's X-Drive baby boots. Facelifted Alfa Romeo Giulietta goes on, goes on sale in the UK. Mini presents scissor doors as a new equipment option available April 1st. Y y yeah, available April 1st, y yeah, you get the idea. Ex-Stig Ben Collins reviews the McLaren 570S. Peugeot introduces limited edition 208XS, special for the UK market. Volvo reveals updated S60 and V60 Pulsar with new 2-liter engine. Parliament wants to ban new diesel and petrol cars by 2025. Nissan launched a significantly improved GTR in Japan. Even though it looks well, it doesn't look exactly the same, especially the interior. The interior is definitely different. Can we interest you in a stealthy Lamborghini Reventon? A Reventon, whatever. No, no, oh, okay. I'm sorry we tried. 2017 Mercedes-Benz E-Class Estate filmed out in the open. For our officials, confirm second entry-level GT model. Roa Race is the world's first self-driving race car concept. Mitsubishi goes gung-ho. Military tech. For autonomous cars. NZ Transport Authority's awkwardly touchy phone-free ad. Television ad. Hmm. Carlux Design presents shiny 889 horsepower Nissan GTR Robin. Why Robin? I have no idea. Ford shows off dynometer sled for Super Duty steep hill testing. Rare Alfa Romeo 164 V6 Q4 for sale in Canada as of March 31st. Fernando Alonso ruled out of Barre GP after Melbourne crash, which is a shame, really. Next, Ronald McGann RS could target Focus RS with all-wheel drive, four-wheel steering, and 300-plus horsepower. I really want to see that. I really want to see those two go head-to-head. Xenos E10R faces Catrum 620R and Ariel Atom 3.5R on the track. Why have all of them got R in the name? Why? Anyway... Top Gear drama continues. Crew denied access to Kashistan at a cost of $720,000. Or, in other words, tax money. 
I just want to get an Audi. Why are you using my tax dollars to get yourself nice things? <laughs> no. <laughs> Audi reportedly plans Range Topper RSQ2. New 2017 Nissan GTR gets Usain Bolt's seal of approval. 2016 Kia Optima scores top safety pick plus rating in IIHS tests. Opal Atom games fully integrated wireless phone charger. Well, kind of awesome. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I'll see you in the next one. You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash ViperForLifeACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z eight. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye until next time.